0: Hello and welcome to the Forward Firefighter Podcast. Here you can listen in on discussions with volunteer firefighters in Wisconsin and across the nation. Hear their stories, learn about the communities they serve, and what it takes to be a volunteer firefighter. Welcome to episode number four of the Forward Firefighter Podcast. This interview takes place on Friday, March 17th, 2023 at the Columbus Fire Station. Happy St. Patrick's Day. This show features Fall River Captain Tom Stoltenberg. Fall River, Wisconsin is a neighboring community to the northwest of Columbus. This guy does it all. He can teach us a lot about balancing priorities. He is currently active on three separate fire departments, Fall River, Arlington, and Sun Prairie. Add on a full-time job as a mechanic, he also finds a way to train and compete in Ironman competitions. Tom is also a married family man raising six kids ages 2 to 15 with his wife Amber. This is Dan from the Forward Firefighter and today our guest is Tom Stoltenberg. Tom, welcome to the
1: show. Thank you for having me. I'm humbled to be on here that you've asked me to be on the show and can kind I of go through the volunteer side of firefighting?
0: Yeah. So Tom joins us from your your main department is the Fall River Fire Department, right? Correct. And uh, you're the the second captain there. First captain. First now, captain right? now. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. You got to update your name tag there.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yep. It's uh, new to me this year being the first captain. So. Okay.
0: So so tell me uh, what I know about you and and one of the things I thought that was interesting is. Well there's a couple of things that's interesting and why I wanted to, to have you, you interviewed here and get you on the show. Is uh I know that you're on three different departments, three different volunteer departments, right? Um well a combination. Combin- one, yep. Yeah. So so tell me about the, the departments that you're on and uh the communities that you serve. Okay.
1: I'm on uh Fall River, which is Dan said earlier, is my primary one. That one is a uh community of almost 2,000 people we're at about 1,800 people for the population um a lot of that is grass fires and we've had a few structure fires in the last couple of years that were significant and then we have a large industrial park for the size of community we are mm-hmm. we actually have a good number of large businesses the foundry and a pallet factory and then a. uh growing generator slash they do a few parts and everything like that uh and then i'm an affiliated member on arlington which is a village of roughly the same size as fall river about 17 to 1800 people um that one's a lot more of a bedroom community there mm-hmm. there's few businesses um fortunate enough to work for one that lets me leave during the day to go help them on uh calls because mm-hmm. a lot of departments during the day are struggling to have personnel because mm-hmm. everyone's going to Madison for work or the bigger cities. Mm-hmm. And then I'm on a combination department which is Sun Prairie and that's a city of roughly 30,000 people and growing. It's one of the fastest
0: growing cities mm-hmm. in Wisconsin right, right now. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's every every weekend there seems to be a new building popping up yeah. around there somewhere. It,
1: it just keeps turning and That one, I actually do 12-hour shifts on, and I'm trying to do about four 12-hour shifts a month, maybe one or two extra here and there when they need it. Um, They're struggling for personnel just like everyone else is, though. Um,
0: So the shifts that you do, are they daytime shifts, nighttime shifts?
1: I do a daytime, so a Sunday during the day. I'm actually doing one tomorrow before my wife and I leave for vacation. I'm doing a 12-hour shift tomorrow for Saturday. And then I'll do like a Tuesday night through the week, so it'll be Tuesday and the Wednesday morning. Okay. And uh, Sun Prairie is a lot more medical call running compared to Arlington's a lot of accidents because we have a stretch of the interstate that runs through, and I get a background of the dealing with the interstate, which can be very hectic, right. especially during rush hour times or a Friday afternoon, and uh, you have about fifty thousand vehicles that
0: pass through there in a so, the day. That's a lot of vehicles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And the main corridor between the, the Twin Cities and Madison, Milwaukee. And the Dells and the everything. Dell, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: So it's a lot of passing through. And then we have 51, too, that runs through there and 60. Sure. So it's a lot of accents and running with that.
0: Yeah. Would you call uh, Fall River your home department?
1: Yes, yep. Fall River is my home department. I take a lot of pride in that department. They've kind of made me where I am and set me off into this course of Possibly trying to go full-time eventually. I mean, it's wow. kind of a goal with some prairies, hopefully, to get on full-time with that. Wow.
0: So so how long have you been on the Fall River Fire Department?
1: I've been on Fall River now for coming up on eight years. Arlington is three years. And some prairies officially, my official start date was January 29th, but before that, leading up, I had to go to drills and do all the... Um, ride-alongs and stuff like that Uh, and that was about a four-month process okay
0: so So talk about drills how how are some of the training uh, differences between the departments Uh, like what what, how how does training done in Fall River and then being you know the on the Arlington Fire Department, responding to daytime calls, because that's where you work, right, yep. the area, how do you make trainings of all these different areas?
1: Arlington, thankfully enough, is I'm blessed that I really only need to go to one training a year, Okay. and that's the extrication one. They do two extrication trainings a year, so I get a chance to make either one of those. Um Some prairie does it. I need to get make at least eight, and they do two a month, uh-huh. so... I have to, I can go up to 12, but I can go to more as well. But that is uh Mondays and then it gets hard with, I got officer meeting and I have mm-hmm. fall rivers meetings and drills. So it, it gets to be hectic. A lot of it is I'm blessed to have an amazing wife to help support me through a lot of this. Yes. That's key. So, and <laughs> sometimes key. it's me having to cut out early from a meeting so I can go help pick up kids or anything like that. Sure. I, she can't bear all the weight as much as she
0: does. <laughs> so as an officer in the Fall River Fire Department, what are some of the roles, responsibilities you have there? Uh, overseeing uh, the training
1: officer. I'm overseeing mechanic side of it, which I'm actually the head mechanic for Fall River as well. Yeah. I do a lot of, given my background, because I used to work on fire trucks. Okay. I do a lot of our repairs in-house on stuff that, Some departments would have to send out to a fire equipment repair place or Mm -hmm. emergency response. Um, And that's where I got a lot of my joy of wanting to join the fire department. From working on fire trucks for eight years, I got to go to different departments and all that and see the culture and see the struggle for departments that they have with personnel and everything like that.
0: Okay. But, so that's so you did that's what got you the fire bug was working on fire engines yep, really? yep. and okay. just
1: going the different i went to extrication training the watch help make sure that the equipment was working appropriately after it got fixed i went to there's times where i went to write on a fire scene to fix a fire truck or it was nine one one at three o'clock in the morning really? at the station to help
0: get their engine back up and go, really yeah oh yeah. man so there's there's been numerous times where engines just clunk out on scene, and you gotta you get called out there, and yep,
1: Pittsburgh was a big one. Is they were especially under warranty or something like that when they had new engines in there. Yeah, wow, I
0: yep. didn't realize that. That's
1: pretty cool. Yeah, it, it's a it's it's a fun job to have. I I miss it. It, it was definitely a uh,
0: learning experience to sure. work on fire trucks. And did you go to school to for for working on yep. that type of yeah?
1: I went to uh, MATC for heavy diesel technician. And then I went to like waters and hail and did a bunch of other small classes and stuff okay. like that to learn the aspects of the engine side of it. Okay. And the aerial side, I went to Pierce and worked with them to learn how to work on
0: the aerial okay. aspect. Wow. So, um, in fall river, uh, how does that work to be in, in an officer position? um here like here in columbus i know every department's a little bit different but here in columbus um there's a, a process you have to go through right you have to, you have to meet the job requirements that's, that are um spec'd out uh you have to um interview be, uh, before the police and fire commission mm-hmm. and then get interviewed in front of the chiefs sometimes it brings in chiefs but depending upon the the position um they'll bring in chiefs from other departments for evaluation um like for like my interviews i remember getting interviewed on you're you're put in a different incident and and what would you do in command situation yep. and things like that um how does fall river work yeah. so we're still a pretty simple aspect of
1: our captains and lieutenants and all that is we're voted on by our peers okay. you put in an application or you can get nominated uh when i got my second captain spot i was actually nominated by one of my sen- the senior firefighters and he nominated me for the second captain spot. That's cool. Um, for the first captains, I put in an application for it, and I was fortunate enough to get voted on by my peers to take that position. And uh-huh. just kind of like the mechanic spot, I get uh, voted on by my peers as well for that. Or trustees right. get voted on by
0: peers. So two different states, two different departments, two different ways about how you know officers yep. are selected. Yep. Um. I you know I think both have their cons and pros right i would agree um, with that yeah i would assume I'm, I'm making the assumption that if you're elected you know you want to make sure that you're doing you're doing a good job right yeah uh, because if you're not it's not like well that's just my position i hold it and we should never think that regardless yep. of, of the situation um but you got to make sure that you're doing your job or you could not get it is it a yeah. two-year term it's a two-year it? term Two yes year yep. term? and then okay.
1: the big thing is is you don't want to be a popularity contest. And sometimes right. that's how that can roll into. And I want, I'd rather see it be, this is the person that's best suited to do the job right. that they're getting elected into and right. moving forward with that. So it, that's kind of the downside is you could have a popularity contest. Right. This right. person is more light than this person, mm-hmm. but maybe that person's better
0: suited for the spot and so on. All right. So this Fall River Department is actually a, like an entity of the, the village government, or is it its own little...
1: We're uh, our own little
0: entity, and okay. then we have the village and
1: our fire group of everyone around it. Okay, like and that's one private organization? Yeah, and yeah. Sun Prairie is actually a private organization as well, and okay. they're working to go towards city, and uh, Arlington is its private organization okay. as well.
0: Arlington vote on their officers as well that one I'm not uh,
1: as far as I know they're voted on but I'm not 100% not sure okay. On that one. Yeah, so it's yeah. okay yeah I'm, I'm fortunate enough with Arlington I know a good majority of them before I joined as yeah. an affiliated so I I they have a lot of trust in me and I have a lot of trust in them as well mm-hmm. and I think they see how I am with the my fall
0: river and everything right. and that a right so that's cool. Yeah. I know our, our departments work together a lot, right? Yes. We're on, uh, I think you're on pretty much all of, uh, our, our Mabus cards. So that anytime we go to working still, you guys are automatic. Yep. I'm assuming it's that the, the same goes for us on your cards. Yes.
1: Yeah. You um, guys are automatic with working still. And that's a, uh, another funny thing is like I'm on some Prairie Arlington and fall river and you're on Columbus. Well, all three of those departments are on your cards, <laughs> are on our cards, it, and it's kind of a fun thing when you get the scene and you have Arlington there right. with Columbus and Fall River. So when or, Tom shows
0: up, it might be a, a mystery which department he's yeah. showing up with.
1: <laughs> there was a, a house fire last year that you guys had out on our dis, like right on the line of our district and your district. Well, you guys paged Arlington, or Fall River first, sorry, and then so i'm like i'm leaving work i get halfway to scene and you guys start paging arlington i'm like well i could have just rode with arlington
0: too <laughs> is that the so, one like right after the fourth of july yeah the hot summer yep, day. the hot yeah. summer day yeah yeah i drove our our uh, engine slash tender truck out there uh, and um i remember coming down the road seeing fall river come too and i go Oh my i think they're actually closer to this fire than we are but i'm still going to beat them there
1: (laughs) (laughs) and that happens i mean we just had that house fire a couple weeks ago that for fall river that was right on the randolph and fall river line and randolph easily could have gotten there right at the same time as we did right right in the middle of both our stations it's 12 minutes either way give or take
0: yeah i think it's really good how our departments work together very well and um, i know sometimes. We joke over here. And we call you guys "station 2. Yeah. What that really means is that we trust you guys, and uh, you know, enjoy working with you guys. Uh, we had even just lately, we had like a, what, a house burned down to the ground. Um, yeah. That was, I think, to the ground before we everybody got on scene, right? Anybody yeah. got on scene, yep. so we responded on that one together. And then I don't. Did you make the one this week um, at the nursing home yeah. in town? I did not. I uh, listened to it. I was at work, and I listened to it.
1: I'm like well, it doesn't sound as bad as the it's going to be, and then I realized you guys didn't get out of there until like nine o'clock.
0: Yeah, I think they had yeah. some some hot spots that they had to work, yeah. work extra for. So I didn't I, make that call either. I was I work I go to the office one day a week. Yep. And it seems to always be that day when the daytime calls come in for the most yeah. part. But, oh well, what are you going to do? With yeah. The next it, one, right? <laughs>
1: exactly, and I if it would have went maybe another to the first alarms i probably would have left work but it was just one of those things i'm like it doesn't sound bad right but obviously it was way more because i don't think we got out of there till like four or something either
0: right yeah well so it, so we respond to calls together we train together yeah um we should always find more ways to keep training together but uh this last weekend we had a really awesome training opportunity yeah uh we had a what an actual live house yep to perform burns on and perform training. And that was, that was great. It was
1: roughly a, uh, three, almost a 3000 square foot home. It was, I mean, basement, second floor or main floor and second floor. It was a good size house. We, uh, actually were fortunate enough on fall river to have it for about five months and do training throughout it. Oh, and, really? Yep. So we did hose advancement and search and all that. And then we did our, uh, scba research in there our uh training officer did a great job setting up uh some dividers and stuff like that uh-huh. making it where you had to crawl through some confined spaces and uh-huh. some wires and rope and all Fantastic. that yeah he's he's done a really good job with all the trainings and all that and did a really good job setting up and preparing for this house fire okay
0: So what what all work had to go into preparing something like that? Were you involved in any any of that? A little bit. I mean,
1: our training officer, we had MATC take a lot of it because it is such a large size. But uh, our training officer took a lot of time in the reaching out to the departments on our card because he wanted to go with the Mavis card for that scenario in that area. Um, And he reached out to Marshall, Randolph, Friesland, Cambria, Columbus, Rio, Waterloo, and we had a good majority of those departments show up. Right. I think we had roughly seventy firefighters almost.
0: We had wow. twelve teams of five. Yeah. I remember seeing a lot of helmets out there, but I didn't realize it was that many.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think he counted. There's almost a hundred people between EMS and the MATC instructors and all that as well.
0: Wow And we had a, we've got a number of uh, newer guys that are going through entry level right now mm-hmm. and to have to give them that experience to check that out yeah. and actually go in and see a live burn and and see the smoke and actually some of them got to be on the nozzle is my understanding too in yep. a couple burns. Um, wow! What an awesome opportunity.
1: Yeah, it w- it was, and I, I give credit to our training officer for doing a lot of the legwork on getting the departments there. And then we had a committee set up to kind of just go through what we wanted to do for our department, and MATC kind of handled the rest of it mm-hmm. from there. And they said it it turned out phenomenal. I think we had a great turnout for it, yeah. and. Like you said, it, you don't get that kind of learning experience very often. MATC at the burn tower will never give you the chance to sit in a room and watch the smoke work up and the flames start working up and talk to you about what you're looking for with the paint and the smoke layers. And, uh, we had one of our, fire. she's going through fire one right now, and she got to take the nozzle and go sit in the room and just watch everything build and start yeah. right from a little bit of flame here and just watch it keep building and building. And she learned a lot from that. The METC instructors did a great job just sitting mm-hmm. in there with her and walking her through the steps and everything.
0: Very cool, So, very cool. And I got to play a little bit with our drone during that time. I'll have to show you some of the footage yeah, I got.
1: I, definitely uh, did I was it. able I to
0: uh, use our thermal imaging on it and see firefighters enter the house. And as they were knocking things down, it was, it was pretty cool to see yeah. that. Uh, first time that I got to actually use a thermal imager on real live fire with it. Yeah, so.
1: and I know you said there's a little hiccups. You had to be careful getting too close and all that with the heat and everything.
0: Yeah, you got to be careful that you don't go into the smoke with it, and that uh, you don't go to the where the yeah you know, the heat is coming up because yep. that could disrupt the thermal layers of the air, and don't want it to drop out of the sky. Yeah, no need to craft
1: the drone on a training, right? <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm. All right. So, well, thank you so much to, fall, um, to the Fall River Fire Department and you guys for inviting us and putting that on. I know there's a lot of work that goes into it, um, but much appreciated. I'm sure all, sure all the surrounding departments are very yeah. appreciative
1: of as well. And a huge shout out to Metalcraft for donating it to us. They were the ones that bought the property and actually donated the house to us because there was some legwork with that, too, is you got to go into the asbestos check and all that. And then another thing that we had to do in the department was tear out flooring that couldn't get burnt. And we had to go through, get all the carpeting out and all that. So there, I mean, that was a lot of, we got a group of like eight of us together on a
0: Saturday and just went in and got it all taken care of and tore out. So, so so another question being in multiple departments, do you ever find yourself running to the wrong locker?
1: No, <laughs> thankfully not. I, I, I'm usually pretty set on my where my lockers are. And then I say, well, some prairies, you don't really run to your locker because your gear's usually at the truck. So oh, you just got to in the truck and mm-hmm. hit, get your gear. Otherwise, there I probably would run to the wrong spot once or twice. Um, but we're all laid out a little different, so I kind of know where I got to go for my lockers and not run to the wrong right.
0: spot. So when you're running calls of Fall River, you got your officer hat on, right? Yep. And now when you're running with some fairy, are you in a backward seat? I'm in a probationary spot. Yeah. So so, so what are some of the things you, you like, dislike, or are there times where you kind of have to, to bite your tongue because, you know, you're new in a different department and maybe you do a different in a different one? or that, one, are the, one of the things I think about the fire service is, you know... In the country, we're doing the same job, basically. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But there's a lot of different ways to do it. Yep. And if you talk to someone out in the East Coast, it's completely different to the West Coast, to how we do things in the Midwest. Yep. So, and even, you know, within our departments in Wisconsin, there's a lot of differences.
1: There, There is. And it all depends on how some people run with more calls, so they feel like their way is their way. And I, I, there are times where it's like, I'll just bite my tongue and I gotta sit back and... There's other times, like when it comes to safety, I have a hard time buttering sure. my tongue with them, sure. but I've been learned to just adapt to how that department works. Um, I don't, especially at some point, I'm not going in there. I I want to learn their way. It's their right. department. They've been established. They're a large department. I want right. to learn their way. Same with Arlington, especially with accidents. When it comes to traffic control, mm-hmm. that's their bread and butter right. because they... They deal with a large interstate system, and you gotta be on top of your game with traffic control and dealing with traffic. Just responding to traffic on that.
0: Right.
1: Uh, Fall river when it comes to grass fires, and we've had a fortunate crew with house fires. Even I trust a lot of my guys to go in with house fires, and as the captain, I'm humbled by that to see the group that we have. I'm very confident with with if we have a structure fire, we're gonna go in and do a, a good, safe approach on it and attack with it.
0: Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. Awesome. And you get to pick things up from each department, you know, yep. and uh, learn maybe something that one does a better in at the a little bit better at than the other one does. And, yep. that's,
1: and, great. and that's kind of the, bringing the new training side of it with some prairies. I see things how they do training or different trainings that they might do that I would see benefit Fall River. So I try and bring that back and, work with our training officer, and incorporate that into ours, our, our mm-hmm. way of doing things and having that training, um, like with theirs, they do a lot of their, uh, bloodborne pathogens and a lot of that stuff all online. So mm-hmm. you don't have to waste a training night for it. And we actually did that with the start of COVID is we did a lot of our stuff online too, with the bloodborne pathogens mm-hmm. and all that. We just sent out a video and you watched it, you had a quick, 10 question 20 question quiz to take and mm-hmm. turn it all in and that way you're not wasting a training night right go through something you do every year and it's the same thing kind of thing it's hard to change that kind of stuff up too
0: correct yeah so for guys like me sometimes i have to remind myself um where you know I've only been on the Columbus Fire Department, right? I don't know what's mm-hmm. like on another department, other than talking to guys like you and and working with other departments sometimes on, on mutual aid calls. But uh, when we have guys that come back from other departments, because because we've got an individual that's on Sun Prairie as well, we've yeah. got individuals on Beaver Dam and when they come back from Beaver Dam and some prairie or other previous departments they've been on when they come in mm-hmm. and say, Hey, you know, this is how we used to do this. And we always have to make sure that we have a open ear to those things because just because this is the way we've been doing it for years doesn't mean it's the best, most efficient way. Yep. So great. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that gets, that gets hard is sometimes having people with open ears is not always easy. And I, I try and be very open-minded to a lot of it. Sometimes there's times where it's like, yeah, maybe it's not going to work for us. But right. most of the time, it's a lot of stuff can work for a lot of different departments. Mm-hmm. Or you could try both and see if they both work or only one works for you. Right. It, you always got to be apt to trying something new.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Okay, so uh, one of the things I want to bring up here is I noticed that on uh, the Fall River Facebook page, one of these days when I was scrolling around on my feed, which I don't do very often, by the way, um, or at least I try not to, um, I noticed that you got a, an award. Uh, tell me a little bit about this award and how you got that.
1: Um, I was nominated by my three chiefs to for Firefighter of the Year. It was me and one other individual that he would have been just as honored to have it and he has been doing a great job with our department and he's actually going through the uh, Fox Valley for the whole degree program and everything like that. But I was uh, nominated by my chiefs and voted on by my peers to win the firefighter of the year for Fall River. Uh, Very humbling. Uh, Makes me feel like I'm being kind of seen for a lot of the stuff that I do because I there's times where my kids and I are down there for three, four hours sometimes working on a truck, getting mm-hmm. it back up and going. I did a number of repairs last year. Our fleet's getting older and with that comes more maintenance on right. it sometimes. And there's a lot of times where my kids and I are down there just for me to go work out, uh I'm very apt to having my kids involved in the department and That's awesome. I wanna get that generation moving forward and giving back to your community um my one daughter she says she wants to be a police officer when she gets older yeah. I, I think she's crazy but i'm very proud of her that if that's something she sticks to wanting to do then that it's a way of giving back to your community and i think
0: it's a very i think it's awesome that you get thing. your kids involved with with the fire service just by bringing them down to the station and stuff too yeah
1: there's times where they're helping me roll hose or they're down there meeting night with us and doing equipment check or helping gear check. That's awesome. So, yeah, the, but to win that award was very humbling for me. Um, I, my wife probably deserves just as much as that award as I do, because Mm -hmm. without her, I I don't, the support of running the
0: kids around and all that, I don't know if I'd be able to do all the things I do. That's awesome. So. Oh, well, congratulations on on that. That's, That's wonderful. Um, so kind of, uh, you talked a little bit about what you got, you started in the fire service, uh, working on the trucks and things like that. Um, you know, I kind of wanted to ask the question, you really kind of answered it, but you know, what, what is your full-time job right now and, and how, what are those hours and how do those skills in your full-time job, you know, transfer over to the fire service?
1: Uh, my, so my full-time job is a mechanic on construction equipment. Now I work on a, at a, uh, concrete company they do industrial size businesses mm-hmm. um they did enter pack for their concrete work uh so that kind of those skills kind of relate to as being a fixer i see issues on fire ground i want to fix them i see issues as far as mechanical wise i want to try and get into them what caused the issue what is the issue um it, it it's made me be very observant too on fire ground as far as mm-hmm. What to look for, where things are moving forward to, and how to be able to read the fire a little bit i I like getting into that mm-hmm. that's kinda you can tell a lot about a fire when it's just by reading the smoke or the flames and what they're doing, and
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's so helping to be observant i is I think where my mechanical background helps.
0: That's great. And like you say, you're working on the trucks, you can you can be that guy to fix things. Yeah, Yeah, you know, our our fire engines take a beating, right? Yes, they um, do. Whatever newer members started and, and said, Well, these are diesel, right? Yeah. So you have to let them warm up before you go out on a call? I've said, oh, no. We fire the things up and we hammer on them. Yep, yep. <laughs> so we're very hard on them.
1: Yep. Yeah, I mean, that goes for as volunteers. That's our personal vehicles. Our, right. There's times that those tones drop at 2 o'clock and it's zero degrees out. You're not letting your car warm up. That's you're true. just hopping in and you're going. You're going, yep. yeah. Yeah, our, our vehicles take a beating. So do our engines and all that. Because those diesels, yeah, they should warm up, but... It's not going to hurt them as mad, bad as it could, especially the newer ones. The technology's gotten so much better where you don't have them old, cold-starting diesels that mm-hmm. spit and sputter and everything like that. So,
0: Cool. Um, so, Tom, I got to know you more uh, because we had a class together, and that was what was that, almost a year ago already, yeah. right? It was last yeah. year at this yeah. time. And it was a fire instructor one class through um, Madison College, and it was hosted here in Columbus. And one of the things that stood out to me at that time was that we, uh, we went around the room and we introduced ourselves and talked about our roles on the department and then our families and other things we have going on. And you started talking and I went, wow, because not only were you on more than one department, um, you have a large family and, um, you're an Ironman competitor, Yeah, which, you know, I got into biking for a while and, um. I remember, I did just a, a, a century ride one time, mm-hmm. and I got to like mile seventy five, and I just wanted to be done. <laughs> I couldn't add that and running and uh, to do more than that. Wow! Tell me, tell me more about this Iron Man stuff. What it all is, what it so, all entails. So I got started with it, um,
1: actually two years ago now. I did my first Iron Man last year. It was on September eleventh. That was kind of one of the big goals of why I wanted to do it and my coworker kind of got me into it because he's done multiple Ironmans uh it entails a lot uh three disciplines you have the swimming biking and running you're doing 2.4 mile swim uh 126 mile bike give or take and then you're doing a 26.2 mile oh, run after that uh last year unfortunately I did not finish the Ironman I got cut out halfway through the bike um it was the most people that they had DQ out of an Ironman in Wisconsin than they've ever had. Uh, it was 40 degrees and rainy, oh. but I was not ready to quit. That's what kind of upset me the most. And the guy in front of me, he made it right, like snuck right through and was able to continue. I was the first cutoff. Oh, really? Um, But a big reason I like the Ironman is because of the multi, multiple disciplines. And as volunteer firefighters, I feel like we have multiple disciplines as far as... We wear many hats. Mm -hmm. We're not just a pump operator. We're an attack team. Mm -hmm. We might be doing a rope rescue. We might be doing a water rescue. It's very true. So kind of doing the triathlons kind of falls into the fire service. We have multiple disciplines. Um, the year before, so in 21, I did the Wisconsin tri series, which is seven triathlons between sprint and Olympic triathlons. Um, I completed all seven of those, and I competed against myself. I'm not going out to compete against someone else at this point, and I don't know if I'd ever be able to get to that point to be able to compete against other people. Um, it's all just if I can better myself mm-hmm. every time I do it. Uh, this year, I'm still tossing the idea around of doing the half Ironman this year, and at least hopefully finishing that. Mm-hmm. Um I, I'm more than confident I should be able to finish it. I was pretty confident last year I would have finished the full Ironman if I could have kept continuing. Mm-hmm. Um, but they do have a time crunch on it. So I get why they stopped it short, and there's several people that have competed in prior Ironmans too that didn't weren't able to finish last year either because they oh. just hit the time limit and said, we're cutting it off here. Oh, man.
0: So so what are the, some of the things you do to train for that? Like a big swimming is a big part of it. Swimming it is a big
1: thing and fortunately Fall River has a pool at the school. So I can go swim there. Um and that's actually my worst discipline is swimming. Okay. And I crushed it in Ironman. I did it in an hour just over an hour and a half. And I was extremely proud of that and I I thought I was going to be able to like I'm going to beat my time frame that I had kind of set out I originally wanted to do it in 12 hours or so. My coworker told me I was crazy for doing it or trying to even go with that. Um, So then I kind of just adjusted and said if I get it finished within like a 14, 16-hour window or so. Mm -hmm. Starting out with that swim and crushing it like I did, I was really confident in going. And I just kind of paced myself on the bike. I felt good. I felt like I could keep going. It was cold. I mean, it was definitely a it was a mental battle to just keep wanting to go because it was rainy cold i mean the temps were 40 degrees you had 30 mile an hour winds give or take here and there and you're doing 17 to 20 some miles an hour on a bike i averaged 14 miles an hour the whole half a bike that i
0: did so that's incredible yeah well for me i'm a fair weather runner so Mm -hmm. if it's like below 55 degrees i'm like nah i'm not gonna run today i'll go inside (laughs) yeah i
1: i can't run on a treadmill i'd much rather go out and run like today i would be out running um i try and work out at least three times a week give or take an hour or so sure doesn't always happen especially with having a large family and right now we're kind of last year was a big undertaking we did a home remodel we added onto our patio we put a new uh roof on and i did a garage addition as well and i did all the concrete work so i was digging footings and setting wall and and this guy does it all (laughs) so it, it gets taxing some days but it saves us a lot in the long run too financially so
0: wow well congratulations to you for doing that and um I, I give you a lot of credit for doing that Ironman and yeah thank you I think you know being in physical shape top top physical shape is so important for us as firefighters and it's a huge challenge for volunteers it, um, it I is. challenge with finding the time to stay up in top physical shape yes. um, you know do you find yourself being able to recover faster after fires when you're like gearing up more uh, for the Ironman versus maybe times where it's harder to, to get those workouts in I do.
1: Uh, another big thing is, too, if I lax on a diet, like lately I've been pretty lax with a diet and I know just my recovery's not as long. Uh, physical fitness is a huge thing, but diet is right there along with it is that we maintain somewhat of a healthy diet for ourselves and just for that recovery time. Uh, but that's, as volunteers, what gets hard, too, like you said, finding the time. But that recovery time from doing a workout, even if it's a half-hour workout, mm-hmm. and then you get woke up in the middle of the night at 2 o'clock, and then you go out to a structure fire mm-hmm. for an hour and a half, two hours, that's a workout in and of itself, mm-hmm. and you are still trying to recover from your workout before. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, I still have a workout scheduled for today yet to do. And it's like, how do you... you so, mean, and then it's like, if I fall off the wagon, am I going to be able to get back on the wagon mm-hmm. and stay with doing my workouts religiously and it gets hard and it can get taxing sometimes and that's yeah there's weeks where i will just it's been a long week i'm not gonna do a workout unless i'm at shift in some prairie i'll do an hour workout or i go down and do a 15 minute just walk sprint or something and yeah or i'll just do push-ups throughout the day I'm oh like, wow, that's I, I try and get out like if i'm not working out Tonight, I'm going to do uh, 10 15 push ups throughout the day, kind of thing.
0: Just finding ways to keep your heart rate up, finding ways to keep your muscles toned. Yep. I think that's, that's really important. And stretching. Staying limber
1: is another big thing. Sure. I've noticed a lot of if I'm not running or stretching, my lower back gets tight because my hamstrings are getting tight. And if I uh, stay, Stretched out, and especially when you're dragging hose through, you you don't want to have your back all lock up because you're tight everywhere. So right. it's a it's a lot. I've learned a lot just in the last two years of reading. um I've been doing a lot more reading than I normally do, between fitness, leadership books, uh mental fitness stuff. Uh, so far, I've read three books already this year.
0: Great, yeah. So awesome. what was your last one?
1: My last one was uh, mind, the mindset. It's, uh, my wife and I are reading it together. It's all about the di- there's two different mindsets. There's a growth, mi- growth mindset and a fixed mindset. And learning how to, with your kids, to try and deter them from being a fixed mindset and being able to take criticism and stuff like that. Because a fixed mindset doesn't always take criticism very well and they'll get deterred from wanting to do something to, to better their outcome. Because I feel like they're good at it, but if they get the criticism, they're going you know, to feel like they're not good at it and want to grow. It's, it's kind of a neat book. It, I learned a lot on just dealing with my kids. Being able to deal with a team structure as far as the fire department is, how to deal with my peers and everything like that mm-hmm. is, well, you're kind of a fixed mindset, so I know i got to be careful on how I talk. Or you're growth mindset, and I know that giving you this type of, Language is going to want to excel you and make you move forward sure. and everything like that.
0: So you'll have to check that one out. Yeah,
1: I'll send you the link. It is a really good read. Cool.
0: So you talked a little bit about your family. Uh sounds like you got a, a rock star wife. You've got kids. You bring them to the station. How many kids do you have?
1: We have uh, six kids. I had, I had two, my wife had two, and we have two together. Okay. Uh, ages from... Going to be 16 in June all the way down to going to be 3 in April. Wow. It's a full household. Yes, it is. It gets crazy. And then with sports and all that, running around. Because my stepson, he'll be doing baseball this year. And then we have two in softball, one in t-ball possibly. And my one stepdaughter, she does volleyball as well. So it's going to be an interesting summer.
0: Wow. (laughs) It's going to be a busy summer for yeah. Tom.
1: Yeah, and I'm trying to figure out a way to get into taking an
0: EMT class as well on top of all that if the wife doesn't strangle me. So so you're in three different departments. Yep. You're an officer on one. You uh, have a full-time job. Yep. You have a, a large family, and you're keeping them first, and your priorities, and you're going to their activities. How do you find balance
1: a lot of that comes from having the support of my wife. Uh, she keeps a very organized schedule that helps significantly. I And having the support from the fire departments, either whether it be Arlington where I don't necessarily have to go to all the drills. I try and help out with their events when I can. Because mm-hmm. they have their gun banquet, they have their uh, Arlington Firemen's Festival, so I try and help out with those. Um and some prairie is really new to me and i'm hoping to have that support and they see the large family that i have and thankfully my schedule is kind of how my schedule i pick when i want to work so okay. that helps go around with everything we oh, have that's nice that's the nice. wife kind of goes through our schedule and she looks at the sun prairie schedule and she's like these are the days that i'll work for you and for us then those are the times that i'll go down there and Spend the 12 hours. And then for the drills on Sun Prairie, Some Prairie is really good about being quick and efficient on the mm-hmm. drills. So I'm usually home by 9.30, 10 o'clock. Oh, wow. And so it's not super late. Yeah, it sucks because I miss the kids at night, and I may not see that sport event. I try and either follow up on it or see the live feed my wife's very fortunate of doing live feed on facebook and everything so i can follow along with that very good um, but the balance thing gets hard sometimes a lot of it comes from having the support around us and mm-hmm. also having a village where i don't my wife can rely on either my stepkids' dad to help with running or our
0: grandparents and all that to mm-hmm. help out a little bit when we need it yeah I think that's one of the big things that uh you know a lot of volunteers in our state have uh struggles with is finding that balance of time yep and and I think there's moments where you know the the fire service can just feel too much you know, it, all these requirements and all these trainings and and but the the thing is, is it's so important and the so and important the, and I do agree that if you don't have the support, it's really tough
1: yeah and a lot of people, yeah, you have the training of just the monthly training and the monthly meetings. Well, then you have entry level, you have FIRE 1, mm-hmm. you have HAZMAT, you have FIRE 2 if you want to advance yourself. Right. You have officer, you have instructor, yeah. You have, I mean, if you have the ICS class, it right. just goes on and on. I'm going to be 33 years old and I was never a fan of school and here I am still i've done a class almost every year it seems like and yeah. it just keeps going I've, i just don't see an end it's like some days i want to just not have any more schooling well if i want full time i see emt being a benefit for me mm-hmm. so it's kind of one of those things that i gotta sure. pursue out and okay have that class so well, that's
0: great well um, I am very appreciative of you coming to talk here today with me, and um, uh, you sounds like you're a, a huge asset to the departments that you are on and the skills that you bring, and I uh, enjoy working with you when our departments are working together, too.
1: Yeah, I, so. I enjoy being on Columbus calls. It's just as much as I enjoy having Columbus over on our calls. So you guys are a great asset to have around us. Well, thanks, Tom. I appreciate you having me on here. It's very humbling, and I I enjoyed it. Well, it was a
0: pleasure having you on. Uh, We'll see you on the next one. Sounds good. All right.